March 1st, we're going to have uh, Bill Dickerson. We'll be here on a Friday night. So, just letting you all know. Father, right now we pray for the word of God to come forth. Father, we thank you for your oracles. God, we thank you for the truth. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, come and the knowledge of you come. Father God, illuminate our minds and our hearts, Father God, and our eyes to see you deeper, wider, and further than we've ever seen. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that your sheep hear your voice, and the voice of a stranger they will not follow, Father God. We thank you that we will learn to hear your voice very quickly, and we will find out the keys how to hear your voice and continue to walk in your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's message is called Strange Fire and Strange Voices. John 10, start to read from John 10, 1 through 31. Verily I say unto you, he that enters not in by the door of the sheepfold climbeth up any other way, the same as a thief and a robber. He that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he put forth his own sheep, he calleth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. For they know his voice. And the stranger, or the strange voice, they will not follow but will flee from it or him, for they know not the voice of a stranger. Right there's a the key. Doesn't mean they're not going to hear the stranger. They don't know that voice. Get the key here? They don't recognize that voice. They don't hearken to that voice because they know their father's voice. You don't know how many people this week on Facebook inbox me and, and ask me, help me, how do I hear the voice of God? You don't know how many people through the, my last 15 years have come to me saying, God said this and God said that, and it was never God. So, why does this happen? Because we, ha we have not learned to submit to God's order and to submit to His voice and to His Spirit. Because when we submit, we're under His protection and, and we talk to Him. It's the rebellious in those types of situations where we start to hear the things that our flesh wants us. So there's becomes chaos, and that's where witchcraft comes. Because we're, we don't have a sound mind. We have things coming in of our own desires, our own thoughts. And I'm going to show you through the scriptures. And people were asking me, I said, well, go back to listen to that message and that message. It happened, uh, four, four people came and messaged me for this this week, and then... I heard another situation where um, somebody heard something from, from God, but they said it, they knew it wasn't God because they knew his voice, but the enemy tried to say something to bring fear. So it's happening all around the body of Christ, and God's trying to clean up and get his sheep to hear his voice. And then the key to it is the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. The steps of the unrighteous are basically ordered by you or where you want to walk or how fast you want to walk or how slow you want to walk. 
but we need to walk in step with the Lord. Amen? So it says, The stranger will not follow, for they will flee from him, for they know not the strange voice, or the, strange, the voice of a stranger. The parable he spoke to them, and understood not what the things which he spoke unto them. Then said Jesus unto them, again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep, and all that come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did... That was weird. It was 444 when I looked down on that timer. And it was going right now. That's awesome. That's crazy awesome. However, why would I be looking at that? That's how it works, though, in the clocks and stuff. Amen. I am the door, and if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And I am come that I might have life, and that might have life more abundantly. So what does the thief really come to steal, kill, and destroy when we're when in the Spirit? Steals our peace, our joy, right? And he steals our time and exhausts us in other ways. And he also steals uh, things because if we hear the wrong voice and we buy things that we weren't supposed to and we lose them, he's going to steal, he's going to take away uh, items that we weren't supposed to buy or, or, or things we weren't, the timing of the Lord is everything. And that when God told Abraham things, he didn't tell him when to do it. He, he continued to do what he told him to do till he told him what to do and how to do it. So, it says, And the door may find pastor, and, sh- and, and he shall be saved, and go in and out and find pastor. And where, where is that? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me by the still waters, means the dead religion, the, the waters that don't have, not, the rivers are living water, they're clean, they're refreshing all the nutrients, and canals and that are dead, and that's where, where uh, things can drink, but if they don't have any knowledge of what's good and bad, such as animals, like sheep, would drink nasty stuff because they don't have the knowledge, so we have God as our good shepherd, and we have leaders and people in the church to lead us and to preach into real living water, and God will lead us to those real if we want it. But a lot of people don't want it. They want what they want. So, and then we have discernment when someone says, well, well, you know, let them eat, well, eat the meat and spit out the bones, but I want to just eat. There's no bones in filet mignon. It's all meat. So let's get off the ribs and the pork and all that, and let's get on to where we don't have to spit nothing out, where we can just enjoy every bite and not be all greasy all over our mouth with greasy grace all over our lips. I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Right? There's a true, a true saying there. There, there. there talks about the cross. The sheep with the cross hear his voice. But he that is a hireling is not the is not is not and not the shepherd whose own sheep are not seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. So the the one that's about their own thing is doesn't worry about the sheep or the shepherd. They're worried about them. 
So when the wolf comes, it's too much work to fight off the devil, or it's too much trouble to uh, protect the sheep, or they don't care, and they just go find some other sheep that they can uh, entice. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and cares not for the sheep. But I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I am known of mine. As my Father knows me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And the other sheep which I have, and out of this fold, I'll bring. And they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold. Therefore does the Father love me, because I lay down my life. So God, why does God love him? Because he lays down his life. Why did Jesus say, if you love me, you'll obey me and keep my commandments? Then Jesus says, if you love me, you'll follow me. If you love me, you'll deny yourself and pick up your cross. So, and he says, who are my disciples? Those that do the will of the Father. Who is my brother, mother, sister, daughter? Not just those that sit in a room. Those that do the will of the Father. And those that do the will of the Father are known by the will of the Father. They know what they're doing because the will shows that they are of the Father. Because they're following the ways of righteousness and walking in the Spirit. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down myself. I have power to lay it down, and if any power to take it up again. This commandment have I received of my Father. There was a division, therefore, among the Jews, saying these. Of many of them said, I have, he has a devil. He's mad. Why you listen to him? See, those that was a strange voice trying to tell you that the voice was not God's. Right there, the Pharisees and Sadducees, because they were hearing from their own religion, from their own desires, from their own traditions, from their own ways, from what they wanted, and from their own greed, and their own covenants, and their own lust. They... Basically, we're telling other people that's not God. He's mad. He's a devil. Very interesting that the devil was calling the real shepherd the devil. That the, all the, the, the wolves and the hirelings were calling the good shepherd the devil. And many of them said, he has a devil and he's mad. Why do you hear him? Others said, these are not the words of him that has a devil. Some people were hearing some are sheep, some aren't. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? And it was in Jerusalem in the feast of the dedication in the winter of the temple of the Solomon's porch. And came the Jews round about and say, How long does this you make doubt? If this be Christ, tell us plainly. And Jesus answered and told them, You believe me not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you believe me not. Because you are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them and they follow me. And I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hands. My father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my hands. And I and my Father are one. <coughs> then us and the Spirit, Holy Spirit need to be one. And His voice in our, 
and ours should coincide in harmony. Then the Jews took stones again to stone him. So they wanted to kill him. So now, they're saying that Jesus had the strange voice. But they didn't know the voice of God. The voice of God became flesh among them. The voice of God is, can be speaking now in, in, in his body. The voice of God speaks in dreams and visions. The voice of God speaks in a still, small voice. And quietness speaks through the word of God. What won't the voice do? The voice of God will not uh, um, make you do anything out of the will of God or out of the word against the word of God. That's one key right there. Let's see what happened in the beginning about hearing voices. And I heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the cool of the the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God. The Lord God among the trees in the garden. God came and they hid themselves from the presence of God. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. When we begin to follow other voices, we begin to follow fear. Because fear is the absence of the perfect love and is the absence of the presence of God. So fear becomes our guide. And fear makes us hide and retract when we're in a lie or when we do things out of the, 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 out of the will of God, out of when we start to hear things and follow them, when we know what the Word of God is, but we deny it because we know inside it's wrong. And this is where divination starts to take its place. So, they hid themselves automatically. They didn't plan to do it. It was the, it was the combination of their heart that brought them to a place of trying to hide from God, but they couldn't hide from God, and God knew exactly where they were. And the Lord called unto Adam and said, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice. So he's recognizing that he heard his voice in the garden. And he said, I was afraid. Why? Because he must have done something wrong. Because I was naked and hid myself. He wasn't wrong before he was naked. Before, because he didn't know he's naked. So what was wrong is because now that he knows he's naked, is because now he did something wrong. Now he's conscious of what he was doing when he was in the glory and didn't have any conscience. That's where we really get walking in the spirit, that we are sinless because we're not consciously under the condemnation of the wrong tree. We're eating from Jesus. Whether we, we, we have sin in our past, we're living in because we're, we're under his protection, we're living under the blood and under him, and we hear his voice, and we walk with him in the cool of the day all the time. But when we come out from him, we put on fig leaves because now we're naked and we're ashamed. But God wants to get us in our identity to know his voice, that we don't leave his voice or his presence. 
And he said, I was afraid, and I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, who? He's like, who told you that you were naked? He's like, who told you that? Because you shouldn't know that. You should know you've done wrong unless you've done wrong. And when you've done wrong, you know you've done wrong, and some people <coughs> try to cover it up. Fig leaves, try to cover it up. Excuses, try to cover it up with excuses, whatever it might be. But you can't do that with God. You need to be transparent. And in the spirit, you're always transparent. In the glory, you can be naked and not ashamed. But in the world and in sin, you can be naked and you're ashamed. Because what? It's about you now. You're ashamed. It's all about you. And it's about the flesh. So where he commanded thee, you should not eat. And the man said, the woman which you gave me. Because already now he's doing the blame game. He's diverting right here. The woman that you gave me to be with me, she gave me of the tree. So he's confessing in a way, but diverting. Well, don't blame it on me. It's her fault. And he did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? Then God looked at the woman and said, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman then said, then she tried to blame it on the devil. Oh, no, it wasn't me. It's the serpent. My situation. My job. Uh, oh, God, if I didn't have this, it's my kids. Uh, it, you know, I, I, I disobeyed you, God, or, or I lied to you, or I lied, God, because I had to. Or, but the truth of the matter is, we find out why. And the serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed. So there's a blessing and there's a curse. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou hast cursed above the cattle, above every beast of the field, of thy belly thou shalt go. And thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. So he cursed the serpent. So whenever we eat from the, tr from the devil's lies, we become one with cursed nature. Sin is cursed because of the curse. Jesus said, I became a curse. Uh, I, um, uh, cursed is everyone hanging on a tree. He took the sin, the curse, for us. So in disobedience, what we do is we get back into the curse. But we don't have to stay there. And we have... We have repentance, and we have the blood of Jesus, and we have relationship. But many people are cursed one day, blessed another day. Cursed one day, blessed another day, because they're going back and forth in, their, in, their, in the voices that they follow and listen to. And many people like to follow their own voice, because when we follow our own voice, we're led by our own desires, our own flesh, our own promotion, our own lust. And that's the biggest part. And that's what Satan tempted Eve with was the lust of her eyes and her flesh. So this is when why we have to get our spirit in control if we're ever going to follow the Spirit of God. Because thou hast done this, God has done that. And we just read that. And I'll put enmity between the woman 
and thy seed and her seed, and she shall bruise thy head, and, and thou bruise thy heel. And the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. So in the curse, when you get out of the presence of God, we get tormented, we get distracted, we get to, we start moving in the flesh. And the more you get in the flesh, the harder it will be to hear God. That's, that's, that's exactly what the point is. And that's why we got to learn to right away know in our heart and hear Him right away in the minute. But when we're getting so far away from Him, His voice gets quieter and quieter. And then we try to lie to ourselves and say we still hear His voice, but then all of a sudden the enemy or our flesh or our voice starts to sound just like God's voice. And then all of a sudden we say, God said this, God said that, and we're bringing divination on people around us in our own life. I've seen it hundreds of times, hundreds of times. And many people have been through that and know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why I tell people, Unless you know that you know that you know, if you don't want to, do not ever say, God said this, God said that. Most of the time, it's not. Because when God says something, you don't even have to talk about it. You don't even have to have prayer about it. Most of the times, God's watching what you're doing in righteousness to see which way you're going to go when you're enticed. Because you know what's right and wrong. Because you have Jesus. And he said unto Adam, he said, Because thou hast hearkened to the voice and eaten, and, 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 and hearkened to the voice of the wife. So the strange voice became the wife's voice. It goes from the unseen, then we start speaking it. That's where divination starts coming in. That's where strange fire starts coming in. So now, she's, Adam's listening to her instead of what God told him in the first place. Or what God was saying to Adam. Don't eat from that tree. She says, well, she enticed him. says, well, look at it. It's beautiful. This will be so good for us. This is better. This is a better plan. Don't listen to God. Doesn't outright say that, but that's what ends up happening, right? So, she, she began to, to, to allure him as she was already allured from Satan. So, right here, and he says, what's, what verse was that? Anybody know? Okay, here I got it, I think. Okay. And now, eat from the tree I commanded thee. Okay. Because thou hear, okay, the voice, 17, and thou hast eaten of the tree, because thou hearkened to the voice of thy wife, and thou hast eaten of the tree of the commanded, that I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow shall. They weren't cursed, but everything around them was. So they were out of the blessing. We can be in the blessing or get out of the blessing. By following our own desires. You see that? Sorrow shall eat of it all the days of our life. And that's where false grace says, oh, but I'm saved and all that. Yeah, but 
if you're not walking the spirit, you're going to be walking in the flesh. And what are the wages of, of the flesh? You begin to get under the law. And then you have condemnation. You have all those things that draw you back to God. They don't, they don't ever say that. That's what makes it false. There's not. And it says, thorns and thistles shall bring forth to thee. So no fruit. There, there no fruit stops producing in our life when we're in the curse. And thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweet of the face shall thy eat bread, and the sweat of thy brow, and thou shalt return unto the ground, for out of the waste, for thou hast been turned to dust, thou shalt return to dust. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Now, is that funny? She was the mother of all living now, because she's still going to be that. But what did the Satan come to say? First it said it was good to the eyes, and and. and and, and it looked pleasant. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. Because right before that, is, it shows why she got enticed. It was her plan. It was the devil's plan. But what, 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 was, what, what, what was the devil enticing her with? Well, let's see what it says right here. First, and then she said, oh, the wise names, even the mother. First he said, because I don't have that right here, is... If you eat of that, you won't surely die. Earlier it says something like that. And you will be like God, or you will be like God, and you also have the knowledge like God and all these things, and you won't surely die. But God says if you eat of that tree, you'll die. But then he says that she's going to be, he's going to be, she's going to be the mother of all living. Now that's funny. God said you die, but what was he talking about? Die from the blessing. Die from the freedom in Christ. Uh, be, uh, know that you're naked when you don't have to know. Don't have any worries. Name animals and, and fun. Kick in the storm, no work. No, they didn't have to work. They weren't doing nothing. God knew that wasn't going to happen. I'm just saying it was a great thing. And God says we can get back to that place in obedience. In the spirit, by hearing his voice. That's his, that's his plan for all of his children, to walk in the spirit. So, right before we just read uh, till 20, um, verse 8 till 20, let's back up to 6 and 7, right before what we just read. Genesis 3, 6 through 7 says, And, this is right before what I just read, And the woman saw, so, she saw the tree, that the tree was good for food. In her eyes, it was good, but God said it wasn't good. In her eyes, it's a good plan. It's a good idea. It's, it's, but in God, God said it wasn't good. And it was pleasant to her eyes. So what does God say? I hate the lust of the flesh, the, the, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. The will of man, it's the things God hates. So what gets us out of it is unsubmissive to God's order. So what she began to do is she was unsubmissive to God, and then she tricked her husband to be unsubmissive to God as well. And it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to and a tree to be desirous to make one wise. So she wanted what she wanted, and she thought it would make her better to promote herself. To make her more knowledgeable. She took of the fruit therefore and did eat. 
And she gave it unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them were both open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made them. So they, it was a natural thing for them to retract and hide, for them to run away from God, for them to run away. And we do it all the time. We run away from God's family. We run away from uh, people that we love. And when we get in the flesh, we don't want it because we have that religious spirit on us. We have that python spirit on us of divination. We have that thing on us that we just want to go hide because we don't want to face the consequences and we feel ashamed. Mm -hmm. But we shouldn't feel ashamed if we don't have if we're not all about ourselves and all about our own way or all, are all about keeping the facade going on in our life. And that's what we do. God needs to break these, heal us in our, every area of our life that these wounds don't keep us um, prideful and keep us away from hearing God's voice. Because the further away we get from God, the further away we hear His voice. But He can speak to us anywhere we are. Because look where He did and spoke to them. But God watches so right there is what God showed me just a little while ago about that. And then I want to get, and we have that going on all the time. Then he started telling me about strange fire and how we start to hear strange voices is when we, remember the Bible says to be uh, led by fire by, fire by night and cloud by day. That's the Holy Spirit. That's a sh shadow representative of being led by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit was, and God was the fire at night, and He was the cloud by day. And then the glory would, cloud would even enter in the temple. And Moses, when he went up the mountain to see God, God appeared in a burning bush, was in fire. So, and then what would be strange fire would be counterfeit voices, counterfeit uh, things and strange things. That strange means foreign, and that's why he said a voice of a stranger. So a stranger carries strange things because you know not of them. So we should not know of the stranger. We should retract from the stranger, unless the stranger, like the serpent in the garden, can entice us with something that our eyes and our flesh want, and that's lust. If lust has its way, then it says sin is conceived. And when we do something out of the will of God, it's called sin. Talk about, so that's when he went up. So we have that fire. Moses went up and he came back. And what were they doing? They built the golden calf. And they got naked. And they had, they had a strange desire to worship something. that They burnt incense to other gods in Jezebel's time and Baal, Baal's time. So they're burning incense. They're taking their time. They're, they're sacrificing to their flesh. So what do they do? They burned all the gold earrings and all the all the things and they made a golden calf. Then Moses came down with the real word of God and they got angry because they wanted what they wanted. So what do they do? They got angry at Moses and they got angry at God. And then what God put leprosy on on Aaron on, on um, Miriam and he did other things and Moses was always interceding for them and then basically they started to be led by the fire and the cloud. But as soon as the voice that they only knew, the voice of God through Moses, went away, what happens? When you get away from the away from the word of God, what ends up happening? 
you begin to follow your own voice, your own desires, and your own flesh. That's why it's so important to stay in the voice of the Lord, in His covering. And, and people all the time pretend that they are, but they're not, because you know by what they're, what they're moving in the flesh. Because the only voice they knew at that time of God was through Moses. And when Moses went away for a little while, they decided to hear their own will, their own way, and their own passions, and their own desires, and they began to worship their own God of their own making. So divination is the practice of seeking knowledge of future or the unknown for supernatural means. Future prophecy, prediction, soothsaying, argorary, chavoyance, second sight, magic, sorcery, witchcraft, spell working, rare Vatic vaticination, sortilage, auspication, witchery. I like to call it prophylion. Prophylion. Lying and saying it's God. Because that's what they do. It did in the Bible all the time. And, and they even said, even the prophets were lying. And this one guy, Micaiah, God said to him, Oh, I don't like what he says, but he, he doesn't say good for me. He's saying, he doesn't say what my flesh wants. So I got these 400 soothsayers that are going to tell me what my flesh wants. So I'm going to seek them out. And, and this guy's like, I'm not going to let that happen. I, wanna, I need to hear if I'm going to go into battle. Everyone said, go in, you're going to take the land. And God's going to bless you. The other one said, if you go do that, Micaiah said, you won't be blessed and you'll lose the battle. And only one was hearing the voice of God. In Deuteronomy 18.10, it says, There shall be found among you anyone that makes his son or daughter to pass through the fire. Strange fire, right? We want to go through the fire of God. We want to walk in the fire of God. The fire or that uses divination or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. Second King says, And they caused and their daughters to pass through the fire. Now it's in Kings. And, have you ever seen now, have you ever seen that, those facing? They walk on coals now too. Something's going on out there with a lot of them things coming on Facebook. They're walking, all those different things. And used divination enchantments and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord. And it provoked him to anger. Ezekiel 12, 24. And it shall no more any vain vision nor flattering divination within the house of Israel. A vain vision. What is he saying? Divination comes out of vanity. Comes out of your desires, out of your flesh. Jezebel became... Uh, like that because she didn't want to do as the Jewish people all did. She wanted to do what Baal did and, and, and the sacrifice of all the other gods. So what ended up happening is she brought strange fire into Israel through all of her prophets. And there was a fire. And a fire is a burning desire for something or, or something or some. I'm on fire for God, or you can be on fire for something else. Some people are just on fire for ministry, but they don't, they're not on fire for God. Ezekiel 21, 23, And it shall 
be unto them as a false divination in, the, in their sight to them that have sworn oaths, but he will call to remembrance iniquity, and they shall be taken. They may be taken. Now let's go to Acts. Because then we're going to see it again. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by Susan. So, where was... Right there is the key. She brought her masters much came. That was the fire. That was the reason. That was why they were using. It was for their own gain. It wasn't for the glory of God. It wasn't for the purposes of the Bible. It wasn't prophesying God's will and ways. It was prophesying, soothsaying. And it brought their masters much gain. The same fall Paul and us, and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God. So here we go. Which show unto us the way of salvation. So that's all true. Divination can say the truth, but be coming from a lying source. I can tell you the truth, but I'm going to twist the truth later. So Satan told the truth in the garden because she didn't really die, but because she didn't have a realization it was about dying in her spirit from the blessing. So he didn't really lie, but he, he told her truths that she would her eyes would be open and she would have knowledge like God. So he even used the truth to entice her and to trick her. So, and that's what the python spirit starts to do. Starts to twist the truth. For its own gain. For its own will. And it wants to drown out the voice of God. Jezebel would drown out Ahab's voice that he, he couldn't speak for God. <coughs> and then we have right here. This woman was trying to drown out Paul's voice. Because she was causing a dis disturbance and a distraction. Although what she was saying was true, God wasn't given the unction of it for the time or at time at all for it. So she was saying something that most people would say, why, she said the truth, she's helping you. But what, what happened with Paul? Paul was walking in the Spirit, so Paul knew that Paul began to get grieved in his spirit. So when people say things or do things and you start to get grieved in your spirit, even though it might be right, you know something's wrong. Because it might not be what they're actually doing. They could be feeding the poor. And it could be wrong. They could be telling somebody and praying the sinner's prayer with somebody and you're like, something's wrong. Because it's not being done by the Spirit. And that's what religion does. Everything by their own goodness, by their own humanity, by their own will, and it brings all this confusion and grieving of the Holy Spirit constantly. But where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom and there's no grievance. So when we begin to grieve, we need to begin to seek out the Lord's voice. So, people that aren't in the Spirit will stop to even understand what the grieving is, and then all of a sudden, those that are being led by the Spirit of God will end up being 
troublemakers or being controlling or being uh, mind your own business or why do you have to this and that and that's how the devil gets in to bring division, discord and, 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 and dismantle um, things and that's why God is a God of order and when we come into his order there's peace and harmony and all agreement because if one person's in disagreement with God it's not going to be in harmony so people need to learn to trust the Lord if they hear the Lord because the Lord will speak to everybody but if the woman or the person with divination is always crying out something that is true but it might not it, it's causing a distraction and other people to be led by the spirit then it starts to grieve and when we start to grieve then we're getting out of our peace and 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 in God's speaking because we're the body of Christ and people don't understand that one body one spirit one father and one voice so let it and, and in the in the in the counsel of many is wisdom and God does nothing and that's why the Bible says, lay hands on nobody suddenly. What that means is, don't put no one in ministry quickly, even though God said they're a prophet. God said they're an apostle. God said they're this or that. you got to wait on the Lord and see when that fruit's coming to fruition to do what you were supposed to do. Because if not, there's going to be a lot of things that happen that's going to be stressful and strainful because it, we're... We're not on the God's timing. When God gives a prophet a prophetic word, the word might be true, but he never gives the exact timing unless he says now. But if he doesn't say now, then we wait. And that's what's the biggest problem going on in the body of Christ a lot is people get a word and then they start a Facebook page and they're apostles or they're this or they're that. And they start a ministry and God says, you're going to have this ministry. And then all of a sudden they run, and then all of a sudden they're always striving because God can't bless it because it's under the curse. Because they've done something before the, the timing and the will of God. And that is very important. Who wants to go ahead of God is stupid. So that shows that we're not really submitted to the power and the spirit of God. We're really submitted to our own voice and our own desires and our own ways when we don't want to wait on the Lord and do things in peace because the spirit does nothing in striving. So it says, so Paul, and, and then many days he was grieved and turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And he came out, out in the same hour, the same time. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains, and that's when the devil starts attacking who's really moving in the spirit because when you stop stopping his little side plans and his little things that he's got going on, his gains of destruction, lying and stealing begin to, begin to be spoiled because the Holy Spirit and the spirit of discernment is among us and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So he wants to... Uh, uh, cloud out the voice of God in all, all of our lives to hear His voice. And that's what many people, places, and things begin to hear their own voice or the voice of a stranger. And, 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 and why does He say, my sheep hear my voice and 
and the voice of a stranger will not fall. That means they're going to hear two voices. Because the stranger always tries to come and lead us away. The, the, the tempter, the devil, our own desires, our own will, we start to hear ourselves. And then we have the voice. But why does it say, uh, my sheep hear my voice and they won't fall? Because sheep are submitted. Sheep are submitted. They're, they don't have hidden agendas. They don't have a plan. They're just happy to be fed. And they're happy to follow the shepherd. And they'll go wherever he goes. And they do not always want to run off because they love the shepherd. If you love somebody, you don't run off all the time and try to try to eat the grass and other pastures and, and then get always get in trouble. And the sheep has to go break your legs time and time. The shepherd has to run after and finally breaks your legs because you're wayward. And that's why a lot of people are going through the turmoil in their lives because they're wayward and they're always wanting to run after their own desire or their own dreams and their own timing. And he's like, come on, we're all going that same direction. And if you're in the fold, whatever you're supposed to do is going to come right in your path. Just stay in alignment. God's not going to let anybody, any sheep that are hearing his voice, be led by any man. Only when the sheep goes out and wants to hear their own voice to the voice of the strangers is when all the trouble starts. You don't have to worry about any man, any leader, anything speaking wrong in your life if you're a shepherd. I mean a sheep following the shepherd. Because God won't have that either. So it's all in unity. And that's why people do not trust because they think, really, it's, it's not what they are trusting in themselves and not God. They don't want to trust and they'll say, well, I can't trust a man. But it's not really the man they're trusting because if they trusted what God's doing in the order and the things that he has set in place in our lives, and if then it's his thing. He's not going to let that happen. Believe me, God has moved me from many places. God has shown me many things. And because I was his sheep and he followed me, he got me to where I am today. Not because I didn't never ran on my own accord or my own timing. And that's what we have to do. Because when people do that, they get shipwrecked. So he says, and he commanded thee in the... And Jesus Christ to come out of her, and he came out in the same manner. And when he saw that again, so they were mad, and that's what the devil will get mad when we start to identify his distractions. He wants to do that. That's when he starts to to get mad. And then what happened was they he got Paul got in trouble, and he got. Let's go now. This is the difference, and the key to the whole thing. Galatians five nineteen through twenty six. Everybody can stand up. So, we can add divination in this as well. The works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, lying, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, <clears throat> murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like I tell you before as I have told you in times past 
that they which do such things, or they that walk in those things, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. It doesn't mean, oh, they're not going to go to heaven. It means they're not going to inherit. What is the kingdom of God? Joy, peace, and righteousness. What? In the Holy Ghost. Amen. Who is the Holy Ghost? The Spirit of God. Yes, so the Bible says, those that walk in the Spirit will not fulfill those lusts. So when those lusts come, it means we're being led by our own spirit or the, our flesh, whether you know it or not. Oh, yeah, but I read my Bible all day. So what? You read it in the flesh. Yeah. Oh, I went to church every week, every meeting. So what? You went in your flesh. Because if, you, if you're following the strange voice, your own voice, that's what it is. So what is the difference here we see now? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against there is no, no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections, that means, and the lust. So, the strange voice gets a voice through lust of our desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of... Remember before I talked about divination came from vainglory, right? Right here it says it. In, um, in Ezekiel it talked about vain and then flattering. And You know when people want something from you in the world, they'll flatter you and try to that's divination because they're getting you to do something in your flesh they're motivating by your flesh that's why jezebel is called the the goddess of seduction because she she lures by her flesh to get what she wants to promote her own agenda so that's what she did and she enticed ahab and got her own way in 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 israel so this happens all the time in every american home or every one that wants to come out of the will of God and do it things in their own way. So we have to learn the key is submission and trusting God. Oh, but I can't trust a man. Yeah, but if God's put men and women in the body of Christ around you, there's going to be unity. You don't have to worry if you're submitted to God. If you're not, then that's why you have fear. Because you know you're not hearing the voice of God. So it says, desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. And that's where jealousy comes and self-promotion and all those things. So only in humility do we actually see the submission of God. So I can go on and on with different scenarios about divination. But divination is plainly attracting one by... By their own desires, they were they were, and by what people want to hear. Everybody wants to hear something in their future that's good. So that's why prophets, even in the church, become soothsayers and diviners because they have to produce. And then God says, "I'll put a lying spirit in those mouth of those prophets that want to speak to pe to people's flesh and not speak to their spirit." So, Father, we thank you. That the voice of a stranger, we will not follow God. And we will not let the stranger use our voices. We will walk in the Spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Father, we ask you 
to help your body, your people, God, hear your voice at all times, Father God. Let our, help us to get our flesh under submission. Because if our flesh is under submission, the lust of the flesh will die. And that is your will, that we walk in the Spirit and we do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And perfect love casts out fear. So the only way to be in your perfect love is to be surrendered to your cross. That we pick up our cross and we deny our flesh. We deny our lust. And we deny ourselves. And then we can hear from you clearly at all times. Father, I thank you that you have people around us and around me that can help hear your voice. Father God, I thank you that you have a government and a system where people can be safe and hear your voice and the enemy cannot take them out. Father, I humble myself under your word, God, under you as the great and mighty shepherd of my life. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to lead us, to lead our path of righteousness. Lead us by the dead waters of religion. Lead us by the dead waters of a strange voice. Lead us by the dead waters of a lying spirit. Lead us by the dead waters of the dead God and the dead devil. And lead us to paths of righteousness. Lead us to rivers and fountains of living water. Lead us to green pastures that we'll eat and be healthy and be blessed and have peace and have protection. Help us bury our will, and let your will be done all the way to the cross. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.